Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos held their final full practice of the week ahead of Sunday's matchup. We'll hear from head coach Sean Payton and look at the final injury report. Plus, Broncos lead writer Eric Dalala joins the show for a game preview. All that and more coming up. Broncos held their final full practice of the week as they are set to face the Washington Commanders at Empower Field at Mile High this Sunday. Head coach Sean Payton talked today about the team's work this week. I, I just finished talking to him. You know, the first four weeks, you know, we're in we're in this urgent race to improve. So hopefully that's the case. And, and um, you know, I, I think it's critical, you, you know, and I don't keep track of things. Mike filled me in yesterday you know three different times we started with the loss and then went 13 and 3 or 13 and 3 and 11 and so but you are in this race to to get better in the first quarter poll of the season plus coach Peyton talked about his thoughts on Sunday's matchup when you hear that term go make a play though there's more to that I mean go make a play all right how what's the play um so there's a combination of a number of things um look there's a like I said, there's a number of things that I like what we did and, and, uh, and, you know, we get back to work this week and here we go. Um, different defense, different structure, um, the same way on the flip side. So, you know, we get ready to play this game. He also gave an update on wide receiver Jerry Judy's game status for Sunday. Yeah. I mean, he's been full all week. So yeah. Now it's time to take a look at today's injury report. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio for a game preview is Broncos lead writer, Eric Delale. Eric, thanks for hopping on the show today, per usual. You got it, Sid. Well, the Broncos will look to grab their first one of the season as they return back home to Empower Field at Mile High on Sunday. Eric, looking back at week one, you know, how do you really hope to see Russell Wilson in this offense just build off of that performance? Yeah, I think most of it is just do what you did last week, right? Yeah. Which is take what the defense gives you, be efficient, run the football well, protect the quarterback, um, you know, the Broncos offense, I thought did a nice job. They mm -hmm. just didn't have a lot of opportunities, um, against the Raiders, which it was kind of an odd game as we've talked about yeah. quite a bit here in terms of just six possessions. But I mean, by and large, everything they did was, was really good. I think the one thing you think about in terms of improvement is those explosive plays, as right. we've noted, and, um, you've got to find a way to make a few more of those, but listen, the Broncos made a couple of those in this last game and had a ch couple chances to make more of them. You think of the, the Philip Dorsett play along the sideline. Yeah. Um, you think of an opportunity to score a touchdown there in the red zone late in the game. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't like there was an absence of, of chances. And so it's really just about making sure the little details are correct and making one or two or three plays here or there. We heard Russell Wilson call them game altering plays. And yeah. um, if they do that, I think you're going to like what you see from this Broncos offense. And, mm -hmm. Hopefully it's more the same because if they play with that efficiency all year and, and listen, said it's early, that was the first game. Right. Um, you expect this to take a little bit of time to uh, to progress and get to where it's going to be. But that was really encouraging for a week one performance. And so if the Broncos can, can do that and just improve a little bit with some of these big plays, I think they'll be in good shape. Eric wide receiver Jerry Judy he was a full participant at practice on Thursday and Friday so you know looking at maybe those explosive plays or just in general what's it going to mean to have him back out on the field yeah a lot right I mean he's yeah. uh, one of the more dynamic guys on this entire offense mm -hmm. um, one of the more dynamic guys in the league like we saw toward the end of last year over the final three or four games 
he was up there with any receiver in terms of receiving yards and catches right. um, and really started to come into his own. Obviously, this team missed him in mm-hmm. week one, um, and they'll miss Greg Dulcich, yeah. I'm sure, this week. But to have Jerry Judy, it just it opens up what you can do mm-hmm. in terms of the deep play, in terms of getting separation, um, in terms of how he opens things up for, for Cortland Sutton and these other guys because Definitely. you're going to have to pay a lot of attention to Jerry Judy and – Maybe it opens things up for the running game. Um, but, yeah, I certainly would expect Jerry Judy to have a nice game in his return to the field. Uh, he's a dynamic player, and the Broncos' offense is obviously uh, much more, much better when he's out there. For sure. Eric, we, you, know, you mentioned it earlier. This commander's defense, we heard Russell Wilson talk about it and how it's just going to be you know, a challenge, a good challenge for this offensive line. What do you know about them, and what challenges do they present? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're physical, and a lot yes. of first-round picks – out there, yeah. um, a lot of talent, you know, whether it's Montez Sweat, uh, Jonathan Allen. I mean, these are guys that are, are good football players. Mm-hmm. And um, we heard Sean Payton say the other, the other day, it's not just about a big sack, right? It's right. it's also a tackle for loss or a run for no gain or, a, you know, they, they just provide pressure and it, it forces you get to get rid of the ball a little more quickly than you would like. Those sorts of things impact an offense. Um, now, obviously, the Broncos' offensive line held up well mm-hmm. against the Raiders. Um, they're going to need to play that way again against the Commanders. And you know, I, I look at this game. I think of when I think of the Commanders, you think of that that strong defense, the Ron Rivera led defense, right. Jack Del Rio out there, and you think of a team that always just kind of like it's a it's a grinded out type of football game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it'll be any different this week. Points are going to be at a premium, I'm sure. You know, it's going to be hard to move the football, to score in the red zone. Um, but uh, but you've got to find a way to do it, right, to, to score points. And um, if this offense, again, does what it did last week, I think they'll have those opportunities. But it's not going to be easy against a group that's as talented as this Washington front. Right. In that same regard, what are your expectations for running backs Javante Williams and Samaj P. Ryan as they're going to have to go against that stout front? Yeah, you know, I think that it'll be interesting to see what Washington does from mm-hmm. a, a coverage standpoint, how they – uh, use their linebackers do they do they trust this front to kind of handle the run game on its own do you right. bring uh, guys up you know, what, what's the plan there that'll impact how the running game looks for the Broncos certainly um, but across the league you're kind of seeing this increase in teams playing this soft coverage not letting the big play beat them mm-hmm. and the only way to to diffuse that or to give yourself a chance to make those explosive plays is to run the football well right. maybe not the only way but one of the big ways is run the football well they've got to bring people down um, and then you get a chance to take some shot plays and I thought Javante Williams and Samaj P. Ryan got stronger as the game went along against yeah. the Raiders um, you know especially on that that second to last drive P. Ryan broke a couple of plays where you know it seemed like they got rolling a little bit and that's what they want this identity to be mm-hmm. as the game goes along they get stronger the defense gets a little bit tired those long drives kind of play into that as an offense For sure um so I expect them to, you know, it sounded like the offensive line, the running backs, both agreed that while it was an encouraging first performance, there was still, uh, quote-unquote, meat left on the bone for them to get this week and uh, improve a little bit. So would expect them to to make that an emphasis and just continue a strong running attack. But then also through the air, you know, these running backs, I think, are going to consistently be yeah. targets for Russell Wilson. And, um, you know, the screen game maybe didn't go quite as well as anticipated mm-hmm. um, in week one. So maybe the Broncos are able to find a little bit more success with that here in week two. 
Eric, looking at the Broncos' defense, I know one of the main storylines this week was just talking about getting the pass rush going. Um, And, you know, I know in week one, Commander's quarterback, Sam Howell, he was sacked six times. So you think that's going to be a point of emphasis this week? Yeah, they've they've got to get pressure on him, and he's a young guy, right? I think third career start, Mm -hmm. I believe first road start. So you want want to try to get pressure to him. Um, Part of it last week, I think – We've heard Washington talk about decision-making on Howell's part, some offensive line breakdowns, sometimes a mix of the two in terms of how long he held the ball. So I don't know if if six is realistic, but, um, you know, you've got to create pressure and force him um, to hold the ball, got to force him into, uh, you know, or or getting rid of the ball out of bounds and not being able to get these easy completions. Um, and Vance Joseph talked about, hey, the, you know, sacks are not always kind of the end-all, be-all stat yeah. that, that tell everything. We've heard a lot of guys say that this week. But mm-hmm. um, certainly would think you would have an opportunity to rush the passer. And, um, you know, I would imagine these guys on defense, after hearing all week, oh, you only got two quarterback hits, you didn't get a sack, that they're ready to go and show that they can play at a much higher level. Um, and certainly we heard Justin Simmons say rush and coverage have to work together. Yeah. So. Um, guys have to cover on the back end to give the rushers a chance to get there, but the rushers have to get there in time so that the coverage can hold up. And so you, you need to see those things work in tandem. The Broncos certainly have the talent to do it, um, and hopefully they're able to get it done this weekend. Yeah. Eric, just a few more for you here. I know we've already kind of touched on a few different things, but what do you think will be the matchup to watch this weekend? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I do think it'll be how the offensive line holds up against that front. Right. Um, you know, and it really isn't about one guy mm-hmm. or the other. I think it's about across the line as a, a cohesive group. Right. Can the offensive line give Russell Wilson time to throw? Can they block in the running game? Um, you know, in the screen game, can they sort those things out? I, I just feel like points, again, you know, who knows how a game plays out, but it feels mm-hmm. like points may be at a premium. It could be a hard-fought game. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, we saw the offense have some really good drives against the Raiders and then others where you need to finish the drives. And, um, you know, against the commanders, it's going to come down to, can you do your job up front? And so, yeah, can the offensive line build on a strong performance in week one and do it again here against a, a really good group? Yeah. Eric, I know a lot of players have talked this week, just about the sense of urgency to get a win in week two and, yeah. you know, not open the season. Owen two, especially at home. I know Russell Wilson said this week that they need to approach every game. Like it's a championship game. Do you kind of feel that urgency here um, so early on in the season? Yeah, I mean, listen, right, like from a kind of an analytical sense, you've got to find a way to get a win here. If Mm -hmm. you look at the last three years since the playoffs expanded to seven teams on each side, I think one of 23 teams that has started 0-2 ended up making the playoffs. So history Mm -hmm. is not on your side. doesn't mean it's impossible by any means, but um, puts you in a hole. So there there is urgency to to win this week, but – I like what Russell Wilson and some of these other guys have said about Mm -hmm. there's got to be urgency every week because if you only get up for a game when, hey, we're in danger of of missing the playoffs here, we're in danger of falling 0-2, you know, whatever the season, you know, the situation of the season might be, It feels like then maybe you don't give the same level of importance to those other games. Other games, like, right. Say the Broncos get a win here this week. It's just as important to go to Miami next week and, and find a way to get a win down there and, you know, get a road victory. So Definitely. they're all important. I think that's what we've heard um, all these guys say. And I think that culture of making sure that you value each and every opportunity mm-hmm. and do your best to get a win, that has to become pervasive throughout the building. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is there urgency? Is there... Um, 
you know, maybe I don't want to say pressure, but, but, but yeah, that urgency of going out and getting a win. Yeah, absolutely. But mm-hmm. I think that the, the attitude and the mindset of hey, every week, we need to feel that way. That's what, what championship football teams do. That's what good football teams do. Um, and so you hope that that continues beyond mm-hmm. uh, this week. Well, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Eric, appreciate you joining the show today. Yeah, of course. And you got it. And Broncos fans, don't forget, Paramount Plus is your streaming home for every local NFL and CBS game this season. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream Russell Wilson and the team as they battle the league's best. Plus, get an all-access pass to 24-7 NFL content with CBS Sports HQ, Fantasy Football Today, NFL Slime Time, and more. And this year, Paramount Plus is your streaming destination for Super Bowl 58. Another action-packed Bronco season with NFL and CBS awaits. So stream Paramount Plus all season long from any device. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope to see you out in Powerfield at Mile High this Sunday. But if not, I'll catch you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube Monday afternoon.